All right, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We got Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and the one and only Gary Blad on the line here. He just did a competition this past weekend, the Manitoba Provincials, correct? Uh, yeah, it was in Manitoba. It was uh, actually the Fall Classic. Uh, natural fall classic their first their first natural show actually that's awesome so awesome that was fun yeah yeah so so tell tell the audience just a little bit about uh about yourself who, who are you <laughs> who is gary blatt i i'm 51 um started uh lifting like five years ago on the prompting of my middle son uh, which there's a story to that whole thing and uh, part of it was just I was not in a great healthy place and so he asked if we could start going to the gym and I did and it was a uh, it was a pretty easy decision actually and so you know we just started on this journey and about four years ago I started uh, started keto and uh, haven't looked back so is that a is that story something you'd want to flesh out or? Sure, absolutely. I love to I love to hear the I'm, details on that one. I'm open to anything. Yeah, so tell me tell me about that. What got that relationship going? Um, so like you said, um, so like in July or so of 2012, I started to have uh, like these heart palpitations and. I think it was from just eating too much sunflower seeds at a baseball game, um, <laughs> watching watching my son play, and um, and so then that started me to take note of of um, how physically terrible position I was in. So I started to watch my salt and started to read up on things, and so then. That's when I, we started in the gym in September, and then um, um, I just focused on gaining weight um, and not losing weight or gaining mass, like muscle mass. And then in January, I did like a traditional like bodybuilder style cut, lost 20, 25 pounds. And then we went to the Canada Summer Games and uh, where he was playing for uh, Team Manitoba. And, um, you know, it was a summer of just traveling here and there for baseball. And I basically gained it all back. Mm. Um, and, and probably more because I was, I was still gaining like lean, lean muscle as well. Or skeletal muscle, maybe we'll call it. And so then January comes and what you do in January is you do a new year's resolution and, I'd lost like 25 pounds again, and then, uh, so it was like March, and and my buddy Tass sends me a text and says, have you ever seen this diet? And uh, it was a keto diet, and he says, what do you think? I said, I started looking at it, I said, I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, So I started to do more research that night, and so I texted him back, I said, I'm starting tomorrow. And, uh, <laughs> what changed, said, what did you read to change your mind so suddenly? Uh, you know what, I guess I'm, I was willing to try anything, um, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, um, 
caused me to gain weight back as easily. Mm-hmm. And I think probably I was reading about um, insulin resistance and metabolic disease and stuff like that. And I just went, well, that's me, <laughs> you know, because I, I carried all, I was skinny fat. Like I had spindly little arms, my shoulders were rolled forward. Um, you know, I had a big gut, I carry a ton of weight in my back too. And, and just, but was skinny everywhere else. And I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, so I started to eat that way. And of course, a lot of, a lot of keto information is out there now. Like it's really blown up, but, uh, you know, in 2000, whatever that was, 14, <clears throat> uh, early, like April, March of 2014, I had a hard time finding a ton of stuff out there specifically related to bodybuilding or weight training, which is what I wanted to do. And so at that time, all the information said, well, you have to have carb refeeds. So Mm -hmm. I was carb refeeding on the weekends. And what happened, what I was finding was I felt really gross coming out of every carb refeed. So the intervals between my refeeds just kept getting longer and longer. And and I wasn't really noticing any adverse side effects Mm -hmm. to my performance in the gym. And uh, so I did that. I continued to do that for about eight months. And so now it's Christmas and, and we had like a big Christmas dinner and, you know, you ate far too much and probably far too many sugary things. And, and I woke up like on boxing day and like, I felt like I was hung over. Like I had bees buzzing, felt like I had bees buzzing in my head and I was lightheaded and, and I just felt disgusting. And, uh, and then I just started to spend the rest of the day on my iPad researching trying to find anybody who's tried this and I actually came across Jimmy Moore's site and he was doing he had done this n equals one experiment where he had lifted uh doing going straight keto standard ketogenic diet uh for like 13 weeks and so we're coming up on my my traditional um you know January period where you do your New Year's resolutions, and so I was like, "Well, what am I going to do?" I was like, "Well, why don't you uh, do a twelve or thirteen week standard ketogenic diet, and and no carb refeeds, and see how you do?" So that's what I did, and I just cruised through that. I got stronger and felt really good. And, and so I just, just continued to motor on and. So you don't miss the the cycling, the carbs at all, huh? Oh, not at all. A lot of people tell me that they, they have like a better pump the next day, but I think if that's the case, the feeling of sickness overwhelms any potential better pump that you might be having. Yeah. I just, I just don't like, um, I just don't like what it does to my brain. Uh, that's. Probably for me, when they ask, when people ask me why I 
continue to eat this way, it's like, if for no other reason, if there were no other benefit other than the mental clarity I get, I, you know, I'd still do it. Yeah. But, that, that but there's so the many, thing. there's so many other benefits. I, I just, you know, but it's hard for people to understand. I was talking to, to a lady yesterday about it. So she's thinking about it, but it's just so foreign to, yeah. to the majority of the people. They just don't under, and we've been, we've been told our entire lives that fat is bad and, and now you're eating 80% of your diet is fat. You're at, you're eating how much fat a day? 200 grams? Really? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's so benign to everybody that, that hasn't done any research at all. Yeah. So you decided to do a competition. What what made you decide on, on this particular one? Um, you know, I, I had... Well, funny, funny thing is people ask me how much weight I had lost on keto. And I said, well, actually, I haven't lost any <laughs> because I started, I had already lost all my weight when I started. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, of course, I had cycled up and down within, but I hadn't done anything real serious until this year. And so January, uh, with a couple buddies, we decided to do like this transformation challenge. And so... I did that again for 12 weeks and and got down to 182 and at the there's the there's a, a a bodybuilding show in March in in Winnipeg and so I would I pretended that I was prepping for that and I really didn't get to where I wanted to be um I I wouldn't have been ready to step on stage and so, you know, after we came out of that, I was like, okay, so what's your next goal? And and I said, well, you were just doing your 4,000 calorie challenge. And, you know, I thought about doing that, but uh, what I ended up doing was I reverse dieted up to about 3,500. But, I mean, it the the fat went back on me a lot easier than apparently it went on you. Yeah. So, I, I I got back up to 200 pounds uh, in like early June, and uh, I had it's, I had kind of set the fall classic as my next goal, and so once I hit 200 pounds, I went, oh, this is I'm done here. So then I started to I started to adjust my calories so that I wouldn't put on any more and. And so I was like, okay, if you're going to do the fall classic, you're going to do it for real. And um, you need to find a coach and you need to tell somebody your goal. And and um, and so it makes life or it makes it makes what you're doing a whole lot different when you've told people that mm-hmm. you're going to do X or Y or Z or whatever it is you're going to do. And so I, I set that as... Uh, as a goal and put it out there and, and hired you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. So we, uh, who was the first person you told that you're doing the show? Actually, it's kind of funny because I started and I, I didn't tell anybody probably until August. And I told, um, I think I told one of the, 
one of the guys in my gym that that competes, and he was all excited. Um, another reason I I guess I did this was because um, a lot of people had encouraged me to do it, mm-hmm. like in my in my gym. Um, I didn't get it, but um, they're all like, "Yeah, you'll do awesome. You do awesome." I was like, eh. "Thought this." You know, I'm an I'm an old school guy, so the thought of parading around in uh, what everybody calls a speedo uh, wasn't really high on my priority list. Yeah. Um, but uh, I started a blog uh, in in August, and one of the articles I talked about, uh, you know, my transformation, and then said, so my next goal is to compete in in the fall classic. And then I sent it all to my friends and family, and and then my my uh, daughter in law responds back, "Dad, you're competing!" It's <laughs> <laughs> like that's awesome. So they've been they've been they were very cool. They were very supportive, and they were all there that day. And that probably was the highlight of my day was yeah. uh, just um, having having my kids and my my wife there to to support me. It's kind of weird too like you spend your whole life being taxi dad and taking them to their sporting events and cheering them on and and then helping them through their sporting endeavors and then to be in that reverse role where they're cheering you on, it was uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's uh that's got to be a pretty satisfying feeling right there. Yeah, it was it was so talk about uh, talk about like the the diet and the training because you'd been prepping technically since you since, since you hit that two hundred pound mark you started prepping. Yeah, I yeah I probably started. Um, I probably started about sixteen weeks out. Yeah, that's that's. I'm just looking at my spreadsheet. So. I would. I had been eating close to three thousand calories for three or four weeks. Um, there was. I had a lot of travel in there, and my daughter got married in June, and there was just you know it's a whole lot of things going on, and so I was eating like in that three thousand calorie range, and then uh, sixteen weeks out, we went from went down to. 2700 or so and you know it made some progress but um you know i was kind of hovering between like 196 and 198 and and um i think danny was danny vega was doing his um six percent oh yeah yeah journey to six percent thing and and he was talking about how he had had um, came to you for for advice or help or guidance or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, "Well, Frank, why are you so proud that uh, you can't ask for help? But Daddy can ask for help." So that's when I <clears throat> I reached out to you, and so thirteen weeks out, you and I started, and by then I was. 190 I think when I actually called you I was 198 I was going backwards 
198. You know how things, like, I'm just looking at my chart here. It's like 198, 196, 196, 198, 199. You know how it's fluctuations. And I think uh, part of it was um, I I just wanted to take some responsibility away from myself Mm -hmm. of of, uh, when, when the scale goes the wrong way, not to overreact. And, and and just focus on on training and do everything else that I could do. And so we talked and away away we went. So was the probably the single biggest thing that you did differently that that I was doing is like I get my macros and you know, it was no twenty four eighty was the calorie goal each day and it's like, well that's that's no big deal. But then, then I look and you got 10 total carbs for the day. And I'm like, how? How do you do 10? Yeah. So and you and I had have had a few conversations about, you know, what trace carbs are in X, Y, and Z. So, but I think we, we normalize that sort of stuff. But uh, that was, that was the main thing. And in that first week, like I couldn't believe it because I think I was averaging probably 30 net carbs a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, why does this say paused? What were your What were your calories at when when you started with me? They weren't that uh, much above 2,480. No, they were 2,600. So I dropped you by about you know 120, 120. calories. Yeah. And then, uh, were you hungry uh, at that caloric range, or were you pretty pretty satiated? No, no, I was fine, absolutely fine. I didn't start to get hungry until we dropped below seventeen hundred. We were you expecting to go as low as we went? No. Well, I, I get. I'm well, looking at the spreadsheet I, now. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I actually didn't want to. I had a target like a floor of, of like 1760 mm-hmm. just because of different things I'd read where like 10 times your body weight was, was you don't want to drop below 10 times your body weight. And so, you know, I was, I was shooting to make middle weight, which was uh 176 is the top of the class. And then it turns out they ended up combining three class. So, I made weight. I was like in the middle, so I was. My class went from one fifty four to one eighty seven, which yeah, is huge, crazy, huge range. Yeah, yeah. We get you all the way down to what was it fifteen sixty, fifteen twenty, fifteen twenty, and some of those days were just bears. I I remember begging you to to uh, you know to go over this or to have, can I have this? Can I have that? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'd call you for a client call or something. You'd be like, yeah, I'm watching keto connects cooking video right now. And I just really want to try these cookies. <laughs> I'm like, man, you're just hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, uh, I was dreaming about food. That is for sure. Yeah. That's, that's part of That's good though. I mean, like I've, I've done enough shows that I kind of have like these, intervals that i know what to expect and at, at that point in the game if you're not fixating on food then you're probably not lean enough you know yeah and and i was uh i was also planning for after right so i had uh 
you know, in those weeks, it's like I'm not eating, so I'm going to plan what I'm going to eat when I can eat. So, you know, I'd, I'd made reservations to um, Carnival Brazilian Barbecue after the show, so we, we went and pigged out on Brazilian Barbecue after my show. And, and then on the Monday, I put a reminder in my calendar to buy an ice cream maker in Carrie Brown's book. Yeah. So I've made like six quarts of ice cream since then it's crazy like after the show you have all these ideas of things you want to eat to satisfy like a certain craving or like really tap into a certain taste but that hadn't been activated in so long so you just go all out and make everything and then like me now having been so many months post show like yeah. i eat the same thing every day right now <laughs> i don't even think twice about it <laughs> yeah so, yeah what about the, uh, uh peak week like tell me about uh because because the strategy that we did on peak weeks, probably quite a bit different than what all the competitors that you were up against were using. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was actually pretty funny listening to them on uh, the morning of the show, but uh, my, my peak week. So we held the 1520 for two weeks. So um, two weeks out and then, and then peak week. And then on peak week, um, I basically ate the same thing every day. Um, mm. just cause I didn't want to have, uh, any, introduce any funky variables and, and I knew how I responded well on certain types of food. So I think maybe like a Monday or Tuesday, I might've had a salad and maybe some miracle rice just to kind of my last hurrah and feel full. Yeah. And, and then on, I'm going to say the Monday, it looks like it was the Monday I'd have my keto coffee in the morning and then I would basically fast all day long and then would have supper. And I had the same thing for supper every day. I had four eggs and four strips of bacon and I made keto connects three minute biscuit. Mm -hmm. And, and so that was, I had, I had ate the entire recipe. So that biscuit was like, I don't know, it was 300 and change in terms of calories and I don't remember how much the uh the bacon and eggs was actually I can probably look it up easy enough yeah so uh all that was 960 calories nine nine grams of carbs 79 grams of fat and 52 grams of protein so that was my supper and then a few hours later I would have a fat bomb so I was making um, different fat bombs, all all kinds of different ones. So did I made the ones that you and Crystal made? Mm -hmm. um, I found some other ones online. So that was usually around uh, 250 calories. You know, again, probably another three grams of carbs, 30 grams of fat, and like two grams of protein. So I was just looking at this day. I was a little bit over. On that day, I think because I had a different, uh, a little bigger fat bomb, but it was, I was 1582 that day, so I was 60 over. I had 12 total carbs, 144 grams of fat, and 55 grams of protein. And of those 12 grams of fat, or five uh, carbs, rather, seven of them were fiber, so I had five net carbs that day. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Quite a, quite a stark contrast from from people that just follow the whole seventy five, 
uh, you know, 25, uh, 25% ratios and just, you know, some of those can be as high as, you know, 50 grams of carbs. Oh yeah. A lot of, and a lot of those guys, they were, uh, oh yeah, I see. I mean, yeah. But yeah, the people that the were competing with carbs, I mean, they're refeeding on yeah. you know, 300 plus grams of carbs. Yeah, no, totally. And, and most of the week they'll be like super low fat, uh, almost entirely protein. They're carb depleting, they're water depleting. Um, and then the morning of the show, like they're all stuffing their faces full of rice cakes and jam and, and, uh, none, very few of them are drinking any water. Um, and you know, I had, by the time I stepped on stage, I had at least three liters. Yeah. So that's, you tell people that and they just freak out because they assume you're going to hold a lot of water, but I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Well, it just goes straight through me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what you want. You know, you want to kind of time it right so you're using the bathroom right before you step on stage. But, I mean, you're yeah. fully hydrated. You're not cramping up at all. That's exactly what you wanted. Yeah, I think it's a much healthier approach than what, what the other competitors do. Well, yeah, and uh, the the day of the show was actually awesome because um, I had so much fat. It was just it was glorious. I was, I felt satisfied all day long because uh, I started the day with uh, my typical keto coffee. Actually, it looked, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it was pretty much uh, 300, you know, 300 and change calories, mostly all coming from fat. It's like 35 grams of fat in my coffee. And then I had a fat bomb before I went on stage so before I went on stage in the morning, I had eight carbs, 111 grams of protein. Uh, sorry, 1100 grams of fat and six grams of protein. Yeah, and you weren't, I mean, you weren't bloating at all or anything from that no. on stage. Like your body just soaked no. it up and used it. Yeah. What about the, the refeed pizza? Like that's, that's pretty much the, the strategy I use. Yeah. Uh, kind of increasing your sodium the night before having so that we pizza. Did- we did that for three weeks in a row, and I pretty much ate the same pizza every time. It just got a little bit bigger. Um, so I just tried to pick the saltiest things I could find. So I made your typical fathead crust pizza. Um, I used cheddar cheese in my crust just because it's fattier. And, and, um, so toppings that went on it were, I used, uh, olives. I put a little bit of Rouse pizza sauce, um, anchovies, uh, crumbled bacon, feta cheese, some mozzarella, and I actually added salt on top of that. So again, uh, 19 total carbs, 12 of that. It was fiber, so seven net, 146 grams of fat, 93 grams of protein, and 7,442 milligrams of salt. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of salt. <laughs> but you, you soaked that in, and it just made you, like, you sent me before and after pictures, and, man, like, your vascularity was, oh, it was whole another level. It, it was crazy, yeah. Like, it was... All throughout my serratus, there were veins there that I didn't know existed, and... Um, I mean, I don't have big legs to begin with, 
Um, but, you know, I had veins popping out of my puny little quads and um, my arms are always vascular, but they were like on a whole different level. It's like the veins were sitting on top of the skin. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 that extra salt and that you know surplus in calories but i think i mean people don't get that benefit they don't have that reaction and the response unless they get as lean you know as you got like there's definitely a threshold there and you have to really be depleted and lean to really leverage that technique yeah well i mean i know for a while you and i were going like is this is this gonna work like we were like six weeks out and i was at like my sticking point where it seemed to be like when I get to 182, 83 pounds, I would kind of just sort of stick there. And we we plateaued, I felt anyways, for like a, a week. And uh, that's about when I started. I was going, well, man, I'm going to be stage ready. And so then I started cardio. So I did a ton of cardio, far more than what you recommended. But So that was a lot of a lot of work too. So I ended up stepping on stage at 170 pounds, which I could hardly believe. Yeah, that's crazy. And, I mean, you would lose weight after all those refeeds, too. Like, you'd have the refeed, and then, like, two days later, you'd be another three pounds down or something crazy. Oh, yeah. It was It was at one point, um, I was losing, I couldn't believe it. Once I hit, went under 180 pounds. So four weeks out, I was 180 pounds. I lost ten pounds in four weeks. Yeah, after I don't, I, I don't quite, un, I don't quite get it how it came off so easy in those last four weeks. But yeah, it was just, it was crazy. My trend, my trend line, it just, you know, that chart in our in our in our spreadsheet. You know, we have the weight trend lined, and probably. In the middle of my prep, I actually went above the trend line that we wanted to to stay below, mm-hmm. and then we got that corrected. And then, you know, I just kind of followed that line just below it. And then those last four weeks, like it just like falls off a cliff. It's really bizarre. Yeah, but I mean, you came in super sharp. There's no doubt about that. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't complain about the results. That's for sure. How did you uh how did you feel? Like what what is your weight now? I'm probably about 175. Um I know like today I'm carrying a whole bunch of extra water cuz I was traveling and I probably ate some 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 of the restaurant food that I had that probably had more carbs in it than than I knew um, cuz you can't always can't always tell you try to pick best you can mm-hmm. but um i can kind of i can kind of feel it in my head that that i've had more carbs than i would typically have so i'm pretty sure i'm holding water so i think this morning i'm like 179 i think i, I would think the scale said so I, I i think if i if i stay good till wednesday like not Wednesday, Monday, um, probably actually probably even tomorrow. If I, if I just had like a 10 carb day, I'm going to spend all day in the bathroom peeing. (laughs) Yeah. 
and and I'll probably be in that 175 range. So, and that's kind of within 10 pounds though of competition weight. You know, that's I bet I bet some people you're on stage with are far and above the 10 pound mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, I'm I'm nine pounds above, and of course, you know, there's a difference between my scale and the official scale at. Uh, that they we did the weigh-ins at because the morning I weighed myself here the morning of the competition I was 172 and then on the official scale I was 170 so you know did I lose two pounds in that time I doubt it yeah not even in water that's crazy though I mean I don't know I just can't help but think how much healthier this approach is to what other competitors are doing and I mean it works, you know, I don't know why it's not more known than it is because like keto with bodybuilding is like taboo it seems. Yeah, it certainly has a stigma. Although I, I told different people um at at the show and they were like, Oh like they weren't surprised, they knew about it and they didn't um they they weren't that interested, but they weren't they weren't uh, putting it down either. That's so, good. and my my, so I hired a po- a local posing coach and and I told him what I was doing and he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, that's that's actually probably a really good approach for a natural guy. And I went, oh, <laughs> I was surprised to get that reaction. So, huh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I was impressed with your results for sure. What what uh, and you kind of got the bug now, right? You wanted another show. I, uh, I, yeah, if you would have asked me the week before, uh, I wouldn't have committed, but uh, I had a really good time. I would have done another show right away if, um, if there was one that I could have attended. There was, there was one the week prior in, in Saskatchewan, which I could have done if, if I would have planned for it. But anyways, it is what it is. So yeah, I, I qualified for um, our provincial championships, which which will be in June. I also qualified for like the what do they call that? Um, the World Natural Qualifier, something like that, or mm-hmm. International Nat- uh, Natural Qualifier. So I'm thinking about doing that. I need to find out more exactly, you know what what exactly I, qual- I qualified for and what I can go in. But if it's the two shows that uh, I think it is, they're, they're back-to-back, and and so I might do that. They're in May, unfortunately. I would have liked them to be a couple months more out so that I had just a little bit more time to relax. Yeah. Because if they're in May, you know, probably like, the latest I'd leave it is, you know, end of February to start a prep. So that gives you about 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. But, but my goal is not to gain 30 pounds back. Yeah. If you keep it pretty tight, you'll be able to bounce back to competitive conditioning pretty quickly. Yeah. I tell you, I haven't been 170 pounds since I was like 18 in high school. (laughs) Yeah, That's good though. I mean, feel healthy, right? Oh yeah. Feel great. People at uh, at work were like, "Oh, now I get it. I thought you were sick because <laughs> I had been losing so much weight." Yeah, people start thinking you're on drugs or something. 
Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So, what uh, what was the feeling like after prejudging? Like for me, I, I had just had like this this wave of anxiety lifted after prejudging because I've seen the other competitors. I've got some stage time. Is the same thing for you? Um, after after prejudging, I was. Uh, I guess it was it's so new to me, right? So going maybe I'll start before is like going into it. I didn't really know what to expect, and I actually thought I would be nervous, but I was probably more nervous five or six weeks out when I had no idea how to pose. Um, than than I was on the day of the comp because you know by then I had put in lots of posing time and. You know, I'd worked on my routine, and it was all pretty. It was all pretty um, well established for me. And stage, the stage isn't uh, isn't intimidating to me because I play. I pl- I play guitar in my church band every four weeks, mm-hmm. so you know the stage. The stage isn't uh, isn't foreign to me, so you know that wasn't a big deal and uh, so we went up and did uh did, did the mandatories and it felt uh that went good it's interesting looking back at the pictures i go geez dude smile be happy it's a it's a good day but i was so serious yeah i mean well, i was the same way on my first show man like i just had like this look of death on my face like i didn't want to mess up or do anything look, wrong Looked you know? like i wanted to kill somebody yeah <laughs> And then after the the finals, I mean, what uh, what what was the the feeling like that went through you after you stepped off stage and it was all over? Uh, you know, I was really proud of myself. Um, to be honest, um, just surprised actually how well I actually did. Um, so I finished first in the masters fifty plus division. There was uh, there was three of us, um, but uh, you know, I looked I looked I thought I looked pretty good compared to those guys. Um, and uh, when you know when we're standing on stage in the evening show and they you know they announce your name as a winner, it's like really, it's like I don't know, it was like an out of body experience almost. It's like this can't be right. Yeah. Um, and then in the middleweight class, again, that was a big class, 154, 187. Um, I finished fourth and then that was a tough class. The, there, the three guys that beat me were at least, they all at least had 10 pounds on me. Not that was that open making, middleweight? That was open middleweight. Not making excuses. They deserved <laughs> to beat me, but they were big boys. Yeah. Um, compared to me. And uh, they also had, you know, they're probably in their 30s, and I'm in my 50s. Not that that's a problem either, but, uh, you know, it's just... So that, that's something it's, it's that, that they're to be proud of for sure. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they they would never consider doing a competition past 50 years old. And here you are, 51, lighter than you've been, you know, since high school. In, in better shape 
and winning competitions. Like that's that's pretty damn cool if you ask me. Yeah, it's 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 been fun. Um you know, my oldest son competed um maybe it was a year ago in March, which unfortunately I wasn't able to uh to attend because I was uh, I was traveling in Germany at the time. But um you know, I would I would have been there for sure. Um because we go all, we go to all the shows. The, the only one that he was in, I didn't make. But uh, so it'd be kind of cool one day, actually, if we could compete together. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. How did he do on his show? He finished fourth as well. Yeah, but he would do it totally different now. And I think I probably learned some things from him too. He said like um, he'd definitely hire a coach. Um, just just you know, for the mental, uh, re- relief, you know, yeah. so because you're not freaking out about everything. He was also, <clears throat> he's also in university. So he was trying to do studies in some March, right? So you're in finals. And, uh, so he says that it was really stupid timing. Mm-hmm. So he, he would hire somebody to do his both, uh, he did all the posing, you know, he figured out how to do all the posing on his, his own. He did all his nutrition on his own, all his training on his own. Well, he trained with me, but, uh, if he were to do it again, he'd, he'd hire a coach for sure. There is a lot to be said just simply for having the peace of mind, you know, like you got enough stuff to worry about and focus well, on. That's, that's, uh, to- totally it. Like when people ask me, it's like, well, you you know this stuff as well as anybody I know. I said, "Yeah, I do." I'm, but I'm also there's I'm I can always learn something from somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's kind of, that was part of that was part of my learning was just like let's learn something from somebody else, and, and so so I did, and and. Um, you know, I I think probably I know my macros would have looked totally different if I did them versus you. And I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fault anything you did because, well, we we dropped thirty pounds and seven percent body fat and yeah finished finished well in the in the show so. No, you look you look great, Gary. For sure, I'm, I'm excited for the next show. I think you're gonna do another one and do well. You know, you got you got the bug, man. I can tell. <laughs> as soon as yeah. as soon as like before going into the show, you're like, this is probably the last one I do. And then like like two days after the show, you message me. You're like, so here's a list of competitions coming up. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yep, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was certainly on a high. There's no doubt. Um, I'd say probably two weeks later now. Um, you know, I'm, I w I'm not as motivated, uh, if there was a show tomorrow, well, I'm not ready, but, uh, I am, I'm a, I'm not as motivated to, to do it now, but certainly coming the week after I was that whole week, I was just on this high Yeah, that, uh, it was, it was pretty crazy. And then people were starting to find out what I had done, you know, through Instagram and, and uh, just, just my, you know, 
relationship network and they're like seriously that's crazy yeah it's pretty cool and i don't know man like the longer like if you if you do more in the future and just like kind of reflecting back on this first one that you've done like you're gonna pull from that experience and, and all the stuff that you did throughout that you know prep time and you're just gonna like be able to apply that to your everyday life and it's just i mean i don't know it's life-changing in my opinion yeah well that was that was part of you know why the competition um you asked i I suppose another reason is like what what can you actually accomplish you know how much how much how much can you actually do and it's and it's sort of like uh put all this extra load on you on yourself and and this um this big hairy audacious goal and and see how you respond to it and and you respond when you come through shining and you go well dude the next time that you've got x y and z to do you know and you're whining like a a little suck yeah. just pull up your britches and get it done yeah absolutely it's it's in you to do it's just put your mind to it and get it done. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the whole point of the competitions. I mean, like they're you subject them to yourself, like no one's making you do them, but to actually go through, you know, the entire prep time, go through that uncomfort, and and be miserable in a sense, and then come through shining after after you've reached that goal. Like, there's a lot to be said for that because so many. I mean, very few people subject themselves to that willingly. You know, why would I want to be miserable willingly? But doing so and then coming through shining, I mean, you literally realize that you're capable of anything. Yeah, well, and it's not, and it's just not the contest prep, though, uh, Robert. It's, it's, you've got to balance that against all your life stresses, too, right? Yeah. So, you know, you got responsibilities at home, you got responsibilities at work, you got responsibilities at church, you got, you know, responsibilities maybe in, other aspects of life that you know you're a volunteer in some club or some association so you've got all these external factors on you and yet your focus your primary goal at least in that season is is this end goal on this weekend and so you know you're driving to that with all these external factors that are still pressing in on you and somehow you you know you withstand under all that weight and load and and you go wow okay you can accomplish a lot you know you you probably wouldn't survive if you had to do that 365 days a year but you know for a season you can you can do a lot yep i agree completely man that's uh that's that's the the life changing aspect of it right there. I mean, you you realize what your body's and your mind, more importantly, is actually capable of. And when you realize that you've only just begun to tap the potential, you've got a lot more in the tank. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> yes, yeah, it sure is. Well, Gary, I'm excited for the next show. Uh, until then, what uh, what can people go to find out more about you and? follow your uh, your next prep well probably the most 
active uh, place I am is on Instagram, and I think that's uh, at bladman83. I do have uh, I do have a blog, but it only has two articles on it, and it's called it's on WordPress, and it's called the Ketogenic Bodybuilder. So it talks about uh, it has my a little bit of my history in terms of what got me started into lifting and and what got me into keto, and then there's one other article there on electrolytes because I found that to be a very important. Um, thing for me, it, the article. My son says that article is as much for you as it is for anybody else, and I'm like, yeah, it sure is. You so, think you're gonna stay on that blog, pretty active? You know, I wanna, I wanna do one. Um, you know, I need to set a goal. This this prep took so much of my time that I just wasn't able to commit to it, but. You know, I'd like to at least publish, you know, I'm not a prolific writer. I'm an engineer. I'm not a, you know, an English scholar. But uh, I'd like to, you know, publish, say, one a week or something like that. Yeah, I awesome. think the next one I'd like to write about my experience with this whole prep and and the show and that sort of thing. So, And it's the ketogenic bodybuilder.wordpress.com <laughs> or? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll link to it in the description of this. All right, yeah, that's that's what we'll do. Perfect, perfect. Well, Gary, man, it's been a pleasure working with you. I've had nothing but good things to say about you. Proud of you, and I'm um, excited for what's to come. I I am too, and it's been a pleasure working for you, working with you, and it'll be a pleasure working with you in the future too. Yes, indeed. Well, Gary, until next time, man. Take care and get some food in you. <laughs> yeah, very good. Thanks. <laughs>